Well, it's so awesome uh, to be back after a little over a month away. And look at how many of you are here today. That is awesome as, as, as well. Um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to what God is going to do uh, this fall here at Fort City. But at the same time, one of the things I'm really aware of is the, the world that you grew up in. It, it no longer exists. The world that you grew up in will never be the same again. The, the church that you grew up in, that is, if you grew up in church, that church really no longer exists. And the church you grew up in will never be the same again. Our city, Fort McMurray, that a few of us have grown up in, but most of us came looking for secure employment, looking for financial stability, looking for a great place to raise a family and, and the good life. Really, that city no longer exists but this is not necessarily all bad. It is just different. And we need to figure out how to navigate life in a world that has changed and is changing more quickly than any of us ever expected. And we're not just talking COVID, but that's been huge and it's still huge. The fact is that COVID has simply really accelerated this change big time. As a culture, our attitudes have changed, our values have changed, and even what many of us believe has changed. Now, you can get all swept up in the waves of change um, without standing strong with your faith in Jesus and in the power of his spirit. And if you do, if you just get taught, you'll just get tossed all over the place, swept onto a rocky shore. You'll get bruised and battered. Uh, some of you will choose to withdraw a bit uh, from church in particular, and um, your family might withdraw a bit, and, and your self-imposed isolation will only further toss and rock your sense of stability and equilibrium. And sadly, you will pass this on to your... Yeah, you'll pass this instability, this anxiety onto your, onto your kids. But there is good news. If you know who you are as a follower of Jesus, and if you allow the Holy Spirit to fill you and empower you, and if, there's a lot of ifs here, I get it, but if you will then allow the Spirit to move you to team up with your fellow believers and your brothers and sisters who follow Jesus, the, the promise of Jesus to you, and it, it's a promise to you and your family if you're here with family, this promise does not change in the middle of all this change. I just love, love these words of Jesus. They are words that I hang on to with all I got and all the Holy Spirit will give me. These are the unchanging words of Jesus. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they might have life and have it to the full, Jesus says. The unchanging Jesus, who was the same yesterday, today, and forever, is unchanging in his desire to give you life, that you would have life to full right now and forever. Man, you, if you've been around here, you've heard me preach this over and, and, and over because it's core to our faith. We're talking a life that flourishes in the midst of uh, any circumstance, that this life is available abundantly to you and to me. We're talking life that will give you joy no matter what is happening in this city or in this world. Do you believe this? That your life can actually flourish no matter what is going on around the world, in this city, even in your home because of Jesus. As this pandemic morphs into a changed world, a new normal, will you choose life? Will you choose Jesus? 
Will you choose to follow Jesus, live his way, and allow his spirit to fill you? There's a choice that you've got to make, a choice you have to make every day. Will you choose to experience this life Jesus has for you? Friends, you've got to choose Jesus. You've got to make a choice every day. But I have to warn you. As you saw in those unchanging words of Jesus, there is an enemy, a thief, the evil one, the devil, who is alive and well and working hard to mess up this world and to mess up our lives if we let him. There is a thief at work seeking to rob you of this life that you so desire. And you can see the fingerprints of the evil one all over the world right now. I mean, he hit hard 20 years ago at 9-11, right? And, and he's been unrelenting since and before. So in order to embrace this life that Jesus has for us, you, you have to open your eyes and see the thief at work. Friends, you must not ignore him. The thief is continually at work. You must, must push back against him. The apostle James, the brother of Jesus, says, you can do it. He, he says, here's what you do. Submit yourselves uh, then to God. I know we don't like the word submit, but go with it. There's some good in it. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Submit to God. Resist the devil. You must choose to do that every day. You, you must submit to God. That's the key to the life you're after. Submit is a good word when it's to Jesus. Friends, there is a battle raging right now all over the world and right here in Fort McMurray. And it's a battle that can rob you and me of the life we so yearn to live. It's a battle that you cannot win on your own. Part of submitting to God means you need the support and encouragement of fellow believers, spiritual friends, a, a small group. It's a, it's a battle that you can't fully win without your church family. God designed it that way, that you need to be active part of a church family to be able to push back on the evil one and live the life that God wants us to live. Part of submitting our lives to God uh, so that they can flourish just simply means being committed to your church. So that, by the way, makes the church kind of a chief target of the evil one and uh, you can see that happening in churches all over the place, right? He works hard to kick out the support you need to flourish in this world, but the devil's missed a big truth. Listen to these words of Jesus. They're powerful or truth, and they speak to what you need to live life to the full, uh, to flourish in these changing days. The, the world we live in may have changed, but our God has not changed, and his promises do not change. So listen to this. This is Jesus speaking. I will build my church. I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That is an unchanging promise of God. Friends, uh, the church is not going anywhere. It will prevail. All the power of hell, all the pushback uh, and persecution the church gets worldwide, even all the stupid things Christians do in the name of Jesus, and Christians have done some really stupid things. Even so, the church will push through it all and prevail. That's an unchanging promise of God. The church may not look the same as we move into the future, but it sure will prevail. The mission of Jesus will prevail. Our mission at Fort City, it is for you, for your family, and for this city. And we love this city. It's a blessing to live here. And we're committed to shine the light of Jesus into the city and make it one awesome place to live. I tell you, Fort McMurray will be a better place to live because of Fort City and other churches in this city. 
And as we do, Jesus is building his church and nothing that the gates of hell can throw at it will stop it. Do you believe this? Do you believe that the church will prevail and is the key to your flourishing? Here's the truth about the church. The church is God's chosen lifeline to this life to the full, to this life of freedom, to the deliverance from the bondages that seek to destroy our lives. The church is the lifeline to the life of Jesus that he wants to give you and me individually so that we'll live well and flourish. Hear me. You absolutely cannot experience the life that Jesus has for you apart from being an active part of his family found in a local church. You and Jesus alone, your family and Jesus alone will never do it. I mean, it's better than nothing, but it won't do it. God has designed you to need to be an active part of his church so that you can experience the life he has for you. It was 10 years ago that Terry Young, he was the interim lead pastor at Fort City uh, back in 2011. He contacted me with the idea that I should consider becoming the lead pastor of a struggling church in Fort McMurray. That's a story I've told multiple times before and will tell again sometime, but all I'll say right now is that God used Terry powerfully as well as a weekend in January of 2012 to call me to become the lead pastor of this church. Since that time, Fort City has been on a road that not a lot of churches have been on. It's a road that I like to call the radical middle because we live in a day and age of extremes. In these days, middle is truly radical, right? Hey, in those Extremes can be found in good, legitimate churches where on one extreme you find very conservative, legalistic style churches with a wooden, literal approach to reading the Bible and, and in many cases uh, full of fear, uh, maybe about the end times, especially now with the pandemic. And so we got lots of fear that comes out of that. But fear doesn't come from God. Fear is a ploy of the evil one. Let's be excited that Jesus will return, but not fearful about the future. On the other extreme, you, you have good churches who, who can at times become extremely emotional and experiential, which is okay, but where prophetic words people sense they get from God get more attention than the Bible itself. Hey, I believe God speaks today. He speaks to me continually, but it all must be submitted to the authority of the Bible, to the authority of Jesus the Word. Here at Fort City, we've always sensed a call from God that we're kind of to be in the middle of these extremes. We're securely based on the Bible where we look to God to move supernaturally with his life-changing power. We've always been a church that wanted to be where grace is in place, where everyone is welcome because we understand that nobody is perfect and because of Jesus, anything, anything can happen. A church where the average person who calls Fort McMurray home but is uncomfortable with church and is uncomfortable with churchy people, and quite frankly, who's not uncomfortable with churchy people? But they can feel safe and welcome. We've always wanted to be a safe place for people who don't yet know Jesus, a, a safe place where they can have a dangerous, life-changing encounter with God, our God who's crazy in love with us. Yeah, yeah we got some of these schizophrenic crazy ideas where we want to be a safe and dangerous place at the same time we do we have this phrase uh, that we want to become gracious barbarians it just means we want to be gracious and bold at the same time today we express our mission this way making jesus visible as we live and love like him because when you live and love like jesus the world around you changes 
Our world desperately needs to see Jesus, especially right now. And our world desperately needs to see Jesus made visible through the church. That's just how God's chosen to work. Our, our city needs to see Jesus and you and me as we live and love like Jesus. That means loving our neighbor with practical deeds, caring for the needs of our, our friends and neighbors. And you listen to the voice of Jesus, the prompts of Jesus, and you do a loving deed as he calls you to do it. It's not complicated, it's not difficult, but it is powerful. And it means actually praying for our friends and neighbors that Jesus would touch them powerfully, supernaturally at their point of need. To live like Jesus is to love like Jesus, and that includes being instruments of his supernatural, transforming, healing power. And friends, Jesus wants to move through you powerfully, supernaturally, to touch someone else's life. Don't think it's just leaders. He wants to move through you. So let me ask, who are you loving on these days? Who are you praying for? That the power of Jesus would touch them at their point of need. Because to live in love like Jesus means doing stuff that matters and praying that stuff, supernatural stuff will happen. Will you let God do stuff through you? Will you let God love through you? The mission of Fort City is to make Jesus visible to our whole city so that more and more people are touched and transformed, living lives that are just more whole and healed and just touched by the love of Jesus. And while each of us can do a bit on our own, we can't do it all alone. We can't do it with, at least we can't do it as well with just a few of us. Jesus designed it to happen through a church community where everyone, that's like all of us, is pulling together as part of the mission. You need to understand this. You, you absolutely need to understand that if you're a follower of Jesus, you're, you're already a part of the mission. And you won't fully experience the life that Jesus has for you if you don't become an active part of the mission. It's, it's just how Jesus designed his church, which he calls the body of Christ to work. So what that means is, hey, our city misses out big time. You miss out big time. Your, your kids miss out big time. If one man here, one woman there, another here, another there doesn't step up and get involved. Our city, your life, the life of your kids miss out when a Christ follower doesn't step up. The Apostle Paul describes the church this way in Romans 12. Listen carefully to the words of Paul. Just as our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. Hear this. We actually all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with us up with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take, response, take that responsibility seriously. And if you have the gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Do you see what Paul is saying here? It's pretty strong stuff. Okay. 
So Paul describes the church as the body of Christ and says it's made up of a bunch of different body parts that together make for a well-functioning, healthy organism. If one of the parts is not functioning, if one of the parts is missing, the body is hurting and is not doing as well as it could. And the city gets robbed. <clears throat> you get robbed. If you have kids, they miss out big time. Yeah, we're robbing our kids of the life they could have. Because it takes all of us together. It takes each and every one of us doing our part to make the invisible Jesus visible to our world. If one of us is MIA, the body is less effective. The body is not reaching its full potential. Paul is saying, as far as he's concerned, none of us can call ourselves Christ followers and just sit back and let someone else do their part because each member belongs to the other. That means you, you don't just belong to yourself and your family. You belong to the team that God has called you to be a part of. You are called. You are actually gifted. You have something that you can do or contribute. And we actually belong to each other for the sake of creating a healthy body to serve one another and to serve our city and world. So that just means that Jesus wants Fort City to become a healthy body where each part is working well so that we can accomplish the mission that God has for us. That just means we need everyone to step up, get into the game, you know, throw your gifts, your talents, your energy, even your finances into the mission so that this body can serve the city and your family with health and strength. Friends, look, the church really is a big deal. So would you think about this? I mean, ponder it. Pray about it. Maybe wrestle with a couple of these questions. Why would I sacrifice time, energy, resources, even money to be part of a local church, the body of Christ? Why? Why the church? <clears throat> Why would I give my life to making a church happen at a time when so many in our culture are rejecting church? Why would I give time and resources? Why would I adjust my schedule, my kids' schedule for the sake of the church? Why? Because the local church is the hope of the world. And quite frankly, the local church is the hope of your world. Over the last almost 10 years that I've been here, you've heard the phrase, the local church is the hope of the world, the hope of our city, over and over again, simply because it's true. Well, when you look at how messed up our world can be, right? Afghanistan, Palestine, the fourth wave of COVID, 9-11, uh, 20 years ago. When you looked at how messed up human lives become, addictions, depression, other mental health issues, lack of purpose, uh, financial bondage, cancer, other health issues. What's the answer to all the mess and muck that we see around us? And quite frankly, many of us personally are right in the middle of right now. Some of you are right in the middle of, right? What is going to change the direction of a human life for the better? What will truly make right what is wrong with this world and wrong even in your life? Will the federal election on September 20th do it? Or maybe it's the municipal election on October 18th. Can we enroll a person in Keanu and expect to see change in the composition of a human heart? Will Elon Musk or some business person come up with a product that we can buy that will fundamentally alter the course of a life for the better? Okay. I am waiting on Elon Musk to expand the capacity on his Starlink satellite system so that our family cottage in Ontario can get better internet, but I digress. <laughs> but you get the idea. There is only one hope. His name is Jesus. Yeah. 
And it's only as you and I together live and love like Jesus. It is only as the church serves our city as the body of Christ that people in need will be touched and changed by Jesus. Yeah, the world you grew up in is quickly changing and will never be the same. What hasn't changed is the answer to the dilemma of the human heart. Jesus is the answer. And he's chosen you and me to be Jesus to our city and the world. I'm talking to you. That you would live and love like Jesus wherever he has you. So, will you step up and get involved in some part of your church? Will you give financially to make it happen? Right now at Fort City, we're rebuilding every ministry in these rapidly changing times so that we can be more effectively Jesus to each other, to our families, and to a city that is in such need. Our kids, for one, and the kids of the city need loving followers of Jesus to help them experience uh, a Jesus. And I'd say right now, the need for our kids to encounter Jesus, to be supported by a church family, has never been more, right? Mental health issues, social issues, just the mess that schools have been in. Our kids need a supportive, loving Christian community. And I'd say at some point, you know, as we're filling up here again, we're going to need to move back to two services, if for no other reason, to be able to work with all the kids who want to be a part of Kid City. Online church is great, and I'm glad for all of you watching online. That's awesome. But, you know, it's not so great when it comes to kids. I think you, I think you get that. So here at Fort City, we have Shauna and Emily who work with our kids, and they will help you to serve well in Kid City. You won't be left alone with all those kids, okay? You will get support and encouragement, a team. Uh, so just consider it. Sign up today and say, I'll serve. Let me be a part of Kid City. I mean, if you feel any inkling, any prompt of the Spirit, don't just follow through on it. And that's, uh, you know, true for our youth ministry uh, as well with Dulcie, Steph, Matt, and Braden. Uh, that's Tuesday nights and our YWAM midweek lunch program that they do. Our YWAM family night that serves families. These are just places where we can get involved. Maybe you can help with the uh, tech team or with our online ministry. You might not know anything to do, what to do with tech, but we'll actually train you. You'll be supported as you learn. Our service online has a countrywide audience that spans from BC to Newfoundland. That happens every week. It's awesome. And what a help it's been throughout the pandemic. Maybe you can help with some of our tech needs. Or greeting, ushering, where you can be part of the connection team. New people come to church feeling a bit intimidated and a, a gentle, friendly, uh, hospitable person on the connection team can make all the difference. So will you fill in a connection card? Like, do it right now on your phone. Type in your browser, fortcity.info. That's all you have to do. Type in your browser, fortcity.info. And on the comment section, say, I'll serve, or Kid City, or tech. And someone will be uh, in contact with you this week. I wouldn't even be offended if in the middle of my talking, you took your phone out right now and typed in fortcity.info. Or just message us on Facebook, Messenger, or Instagram and say, I'll serve, or I'll do Kid City or Tech, and someone will be in contact with you this week. Friends, the church is the hope of the world when it's working right. And it's working right when every part of the body is playing a role and making it happen. So the call is simple. It's simply to give sacrificially of our time, our talents, and our resources as together we make Jesus uh, visible, that we make Jesus famous in our city. 
And when you step out and give your time and rearrange your schedule or even your kid's schedule, God just turns up powerfully and he blesses your life and he leads you to that life that is full. And as he does, he just uses you to change the direction of lives all around you. It's really incredible. You get to add value to the life of other people because you let Jesus work through you. So will you give and be a part of what God is doing? This is what Jesus meant when he said, give and it'll be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured onto your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So what measure will you use? Will you open your life up to the life that God has for you that only comes as you give? Give yourself. It is as you give your life away that God fills you with the life that he has for you. And in the process, God uses you to see other people's lives change now and forever. Your life changes. Your kids' lives change. Lives around you change. It is awesome. Hey, this is how God's always worked. The church will always be the hope of the world. The church will always be your hope and the hope of your family. So you in. Like all in. Will you help make your church be the church? Will you help your church be Jesus to our city as you team together and serve like Jesus. Join me for a time of prayer and really a, a prayer of commitment. Take this prayer that I pray and just pray it along in, in your own way for yourself. Just pray, dear Jesus, I'm in. Just tell him that, I'm in. I thank you for how you've touched and changed my life for the better. I thank you for what you're doing in my family. And I pray that you will continue to work in my family. And today, I make a commitment not just to receive your blessings, but, but to be that blessing by giving my life away and supporting your church body. I'm in. Because I believe the church is the hope of the world. I believe the church is my hope. The church is the hope of my family. And today, I commit to making sure that my church is strong in its mission to be Jesus, not just to me and my family, but to my city and world. And I, <clears throat> I pray all this. In Jesus' name, amen.